Derek. Diamond. 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 Experience. Welcome to episode 194 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Uh, here doing a late night Facebook Live Ask Me Anything, or AMA as the cool kids like to call it. Uh, if you're watching the video version, you can see that I am at Blue Wahoo Stadium here in downtown Pensacola, Florida. Uh, just wrapped up a six-game homestand, ending with our July 3rd festivities uh, had a nice 20 minute fireworks show to end uh, what was actually a really exciting uh, finale uh, Wahoo's won five out of six games they've well, I think they've only lost three games uh, since the second half started so actually really uh, exciting stuff oh uh, Josh Gay has joined Luke Thompson is also watching Brenda Huffman has joined welcome Miss Brenda uh, Luke says, I'm cool. Thank you, Luke. That that means so much. Um, Luke does have a few questions. There are a few um, there are a few things that I do want to uh, to bring up here, but uh, we'll start with the questions. Uh, Luke asks, favorite holiday? I'd say Christmas is probably mine. Um, a close second would be Thanksgiving. I actually feel like Thanksgiving's a little bit underrated. It, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle with the holidays because... Christmas is geared, you know, is promoted so far in advance that Thanksgiving's just kind of, you know, it's kind of lost. And I think that's unfortunate because I have, you know, a lot of good Thanksgiving memories with grandparents, aunts, uncles, having a lot of really good food, eating way too much food, uh, having turkey, all the traditional Thanksgiving stuff. I do love a good traditional Thanksgiving meal. Uh, Luke, favorite Hamilton song? Oh, that's easy. The Room Where It Happened. Though I will say Washington On Your Side is growing on me. It's probably number three on my list right now with Room Where It Happens is number one. Um, my Shot is two. And then Washington On Your Side would be three. Which uh, is, I'll go ahead and mention this. Uh, we will be doing a Hamilton Roundtable here very soon. And that will actually be next week's episode. Uh, let's see. Favorite Star Wars character, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, I've always been kind of fascinated by his story because he was thrown into a leadership position, a mentor position. Uh, as I watch some, I think that's the firework guys, as I watch them drive across uh, behind the stadium in what looks to be a giant van. Um, yeah, I like Obi-Wan just because he was a young mentor. He was kind of thrown in that position. And did he ultimately fail? Yes, but you know, I I've always been fascinated by his backstory, um, which I don't know a lot about. I I'll go on a little bit of a rant here, but I'm not very happy that Lucasfilm has decided to suspend uh, development of all the Star Wars spinoffs, including what would have been an Obi Wan movie. Uh, that's very disappointing because I thought Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan was one of the very few highlights of that entire prequel trilogy. That trilogy does not hold up at all. I tried watching it again late last year before The Last Jedi came out. doesn't hold up well at all. So I, I would still love to see it, and maybe they'll decide to do it again one day. But I love Obi-Wan. He's my favorite character. 
when do you feel that it is okay to listen to Christmas music? The day after Thanksgiving. And I, that's because when I was growing up, no Christmas stuff, decorations, trees, uh, all that stuff was never out until the day after Thanksgiving. I remember distinctly as a kid going to University Mall with my mom the day after. We went the day before Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. The day before, no Christmas stuff was up at all. And then you go the day after for Black Friday, and then you have all the trees. Everything's you know, completely decked out in Christmas stuff, and it was a little magical in its own way. So I would say the day after Thanksgiving, but I, I'm, I guess I'm a traditionalist in that sense. Let's see. Josh says I'm not as cool as Luke. I, I, would, I would concur with that. Luke's pretty awesome. Uh, Luke says Josh is amazing. Let's see. Uh, Mark Schultz has joined. Welcome, Mark. Josh, favorite obscure president. Let me look up the list of presidents real quick. Let's see. While I'm looking up that, uh, let's see. I don't know. Like, I will say I'm not too big of a history buff. So, I don't know. Um, just looking at them, um, I'll have to look up more info, but just judging by this list of photos that I'm seeing, um, William Harrison looks intriguing. Uh, John Tyler reminds me of Peter Capaldi's incarnation of Doctor Who a little bit before the hair got crazy. Um, yeah, I'll have to... Oh, wow, James Buchanan's almost got a little bit of a mohawk thing going in that picture. Interesting. Let's see. Uh, Luke, no nonstop. Nonstop is good. I, I do really like that song. Uh, Josh Gay, hashtag Team Aaron Burr. I will say when... All right, Josh, go solely on looks. Okay. Um, James Buchanan, just because of the hair. Though Franklin Pierce, his hair is kind of fascinating too. It's kind of like mine where it's standing up on one side and then flat on the other. I, I would go with those two based solely on their looks. And I'll say James Garfield's beard is very, very impressive. Let's see. Uh, you know, team Aaron Burr. Back to, to Hamilton. Um, Aaron Burr, I can't remember the guy's name that played him in the show that I went to, but his, his performance was really, really good. If, if anybody gets the chance to go see Hamilton, whether it be Broadway or the touring show, is really, really good. I It was one of my favorite live performances I've ever seen. It was my first musical that I'd ever seen in person. You know, I've seen Grease, I've seen Rent, um, I did see Hairspray, I've seen a few musicals as far as movies go, but never, never live, and it was a really, really cool thing to do. Let's see, Brandy Jane has joined. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you for stopping by the podcast. Uh, let's see, we've got, actually, it's weird because when I do these live shows, I feel like, I feel like I get more viewers the later I do it. Like, if I start at 7 or 7.30, people won't start showing up until 8 or 8.30, depending on how long I go. So, 
if I do the, and this is kind of a rarity because, you know, with the game being so late and everything, but I am going to stick to probably 8 or 8.30 with doing these things. Uh, Luke, Greatest Showman. For If you're asking my favorite song from The Greatest Showman, that's easy, The Other Side. I love the choreography. I love the acting. The song itself is great. There's not, and we had, Luke and I had this discussion the other day. There's not, honestly, too many songs from that musical that I dislike. You know, The Other Side is great. The Greatest Show is great. You know, it, it's, if I had to pick one, Never Enough was one that I didn't care for when I first saw the movie, but the more I listened to it, yeah, it's a lot different than a lot of the other songs, but, you know, it, it still, it fits, I think. And Come Alive is up there on my list, too. Josh, if you could recast one Marvel superhero, who would it be? That's tough because I, I really like a, most of the actors in that whole thing. You know, I, I think I think Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark has been the glue that has held that whole that whole franchise together. And I really hope that they don't kill him off in Avengers 4. But I have this really bad feeling that they're going to. Which I, I would rather him just retire as Iron Man and he maybe show up every now and then and then maybe make uh, Black Panther's younger sister the new Iron Man. And plus it would be a nice reflection of the comic books where this you know teenage African-American girl takes over the role. But she's a tech genius much like Tony Stark is. So I think... Um, uh, let's see, I'm looking through the list. I mean, th this is... This is actually really tough. I mean, they recast, you know, Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle, which I thought was actually an improvement. I like Don Cheadle much better as an actor. Um, huh. Well, I'm looking at, like, the top actors. This is actually really, really tough. Um, let's see. I don't know. Maybe Scarlet Witch. I mean, I don't think Elizabeth Olsen is bad, but I think you could probably put somebody a little bit better in that role. Not that she's bad, but I do think that she's... She's probably the person I care for the least in that entire Avengers franchise. Uh, Luke says it's a must-watch movie. Yes, The Greatest Showman is a must-watch movie. It's really, really good. Uh, Max Nads, the Black Panther sister, would be a great Iron Man. I'm telling you, I think that's what they need to do. Don't kill off Tony Stark. Just have him decide that here's what they should do. Pepper should announce, you know, maybe halfway or in the third act of Avengers 4 that she's pregnant. So Tony Stark decides, okay, this is going to be my last time as Iron Man because I want to be there to raise my kid. And you pass off the mantle to Black Panther's sister. I, I think that's an easy thing to do. And killing someone off is just so extreme to me. You know, it's it's one of those things, it's so permanent. And when you have somebody as great as Robert Downey Jr., and I will say this, with the amount of money that these movies are making, and I'll give this as an example, Disney paid Lucasfilm 
I think, $4 billion to purchase Star Wars. They made half of that back in one movie with Infinity War. So to me, if you want to pay these you know, high contracts, but you, these movies keep making money, I think it's worth it. And if they don't want to do it anymore, that's one thing. Like if Robert Downey Jr. says, I don't want to be Iron Man anymore, there's really nothing they can do about it. But if they want to stay, then let them stay. You know, I I do think this storyline with Black Panther's sister would be great, but I don't want to see Robert Downey Jr. get killed off. I don't want to see Chris Evans get killed off. I don't want, you know, Chris Hemsworth or really any of them to die. I know sometimes they have to, but if you can keep them around, then, then why not? Didn't expect to go on a rant about the Marvel Cinematic Universe tonight. Uh, Jacob Sasser has joined. Welcome, Jake. Thank you for tuning in on this late-night edition of the Derek Diamond Experience. I feel like I should have like some type of set like Jimmy Fallon or Conan O'Brien um, I, I had talked about doing, you know, later Facebook lives or maybe on like Saturday or if I have like a random off day on a Tuesday or a Wednesday of doing, you know, some type of morning live podcast, not like a regular thing, but just kind of test it out, you know, show up in a, a nice silk robe and a nice hot cup of coffee and just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Jake agrees that Black Panther's sister would make a great Iron Man, as as I've documented over these last couple of minutes. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, Dustin Hanna has joined, head groundskeeper for the Blue Wahoos. Welcome, Dustin. Uh, as you can see, yes, I'm still at the stadium long after everyone else has left. Uh, the lights are off. I can see the lights of Jocko's off in the distance, uh, a little bit of the water, this place is very creepy at night. I'm not going to lie. It's very, very creepy. Um, I, something I did want to ask is that we actually have a decent amount of people watching. Um, something I wanted to talk about tonight, because we're recording this on July 3rd, and I wanted to ask, because we have 4th of July coming up, what are some of your guys' 4th of July traditions? You know, we know about Christmas, you know, spending time with family, going out of town, whether it be, you know, as close as Pace or Crestview or going up to like Wisconsin or out to California. Uh, what what are some of your guys' Fourth uh, of July traditions? Uh, while you guys think about that, Max asks, what do you think of a Star Wars series produced by the Game of Thrones showrunners? I think it would be good, but... I have kind of an interesting take on the Star Wars like resurgence, I guess you would call it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Dustin's comment in a second. Um, with Star Wars, I feel like they're bordering on oversaturation. And I say that because of Solo underperforming, which I, I mentioned this, I think, during the last Facebook Live, that basically... Solo, to me, failed not because of what it was, but more because of the bad word of mouth it was getting, and also because they chose to release it Memorial Day weekend, which I believe historically is not the greatest weekend for film. Plus, you had 
Avengers come out a few weeks before. Then you had Deadpool 2 come out a week or so before that. And then you've got, you know, all these other movies that are coming out. And it kind of got lost in the shuffle. I mean, if it were Episode 9, I think it would be different. But I think Star Wars belongs in December now. I was actually a big fan of the move when Force Awakens came out, you know, a few years ago and they moved it to December. I said that was great because they release it right around the time that kids get out of school for Christmas vacation. You know, some of us do get a week or multiple weeks off for Christmas and you can take your kids to a matinee at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday because you just can and it loves it's a great opportunity to make money. Now I not that being said, I will watch it. Anything that comes out that Star Wars related, I'm going to watch it because I'm a fan. But I think that you know, as long as the content is still good, then I'm okay with it, but I think the general audience who maybe aren't huge Star Wars fans or even some who are more of the casual fans could could get you know oversaturated with it and be like oh this is too much or maybe scale the movies down to doing one every other year instead of one a year i would still watch them i mean i saw solo as soon as i could you know i actually really liked the movie it was it was what we needed i think you know because a lot of people were disappointed with the last jedi and i won't get into that whole debate uh, you can actually listen to that on a previous episode of this podcast um yeah I I do think that they are at a very big risk of oversaturation, but really, for me, when it comes down to it, if it's Star Wars, I'm going to watch it because I'm a fan, and I've been a fan for most of my life. Uh, Jake says, you're a hot cup of coffee. That's so sweet, Jake. Uh, Thoughts on the new Lord of the Rings series on Amazon? Not going to lie, I'm not the biggest Lord of the Rings fan in the world. I, I liked the original movies, uh, was not a fan of two of the three Hobbit movies. I did like the middle one just because Smog is awesome. And I love that Benedict Cumberbatch was the voice. Like The Smog scenes with him and Bilbo were great. Like I felt like I was actually reading the book again. But, you know, to me, the, the Hobbit, that whole series, that and Harry Potter has never really appealed to me. I get its fandom, and I respect its place in fandom history and but it's just never really appealed to me that much so will i watch it probably not but if it's really really good and it gets good reviews then i might dustin i love hamilton it is great i love when you play it at the stadium it's the most patriotic thing ever yeah, I, I do like to have a little fun uh, at Dustin's expense with the Hamilton soundtrack and you know playing it post game when he's trying to you know work on the pitcher's mound and get the field ready for the next day's game. We we like to have our fun in the press box. Uh, Jake says Fourth of July equals boat, booze, burgers, and fireworks. That sounds like a great day. Now I do not have a boat, unfortunately. I do have access to those other three things, which is probably what I'm going to be doing during the day. Um, I will be back here for the 4th of July. We do have an event that we have to work, I don't, but we don't have to come in till early evening, so it's actually not that bad. 
I do plan on relaxing in Mr. Eric Funden's pool and probably have a brewski or two and have a hot dog. I will say this, and I was thinking about this the other day. Burgers and hot dogs are pretty much synonymous with the 4th of July as far as food goes. I can have a burger pretty much any time of the year, but I feel like hot dogs are like a summer exclusive. Like I'm not going to go to Doghouse Deli in mid-December when it's cold here and just have a hot dog. But if it's like May or June, yeah, I'll go to Doghouse Deli on the beach and enjoy a a hot dog filled with mustard and sauerkraut. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but I feel like hot dogs are something that are really like summer themed. I, I think about that with apple pie too. Like I associate those two foods with summer. Let's see. Max, I agree on the release timing, but if the story and characters are good, why stop? I I agree with that actually. You know, if the content's still good, then why keep doing it? Or why stop doing it? You know, I feel like Solo got a lot of the hate that it got because of people's expectations. But when it came out, was it a perfect movie? No, but but that doesn't exist. But it was a fun space heist movie. It was a fun heist movie that happened to be set in space. And I will say Woody Harrelson did a fantastic job of playing Woody Harrelson in that movie. He plays pretty much the same role in everything he's in, but I love Woody Harrelson. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh, excuse me. Uh, My mother, Donna Diamond, has joined. Welcome, if you're still watching. I'm kind of going through all these kind of slowly. Uh Josh Gay, my tradition used to be watching drunk family members use military-grade explosives instead of fireworks, followed by underage drinking and bottle rocket wars. <sighs> bottle rocket wars, I did those as more of like a New Year's thing. You know, New Year's Eve or the night of New Year's Eve day. I, I feel like... hmm, I never did the drunk family members using military-grade explosives. Or really fireworks. I didn't really do that much stuff with that when I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid, I used to just go to the park at Jay and watch the fireworks show, and that would pretty much be it. Let's see. Max, if Han Solo can't bring a strong audience, then Christmas might be the best time for Star Wars. I agree with that. Let's see, Jake, Hobbit did come up short, pun intended, but the amount of money and time being put into this upcoming series has me very interested. Yeah, I don't know, I'll look up the exact amount real quick, but I know they're putting a lot of money into this series budget. Let's see. Wait, is this actually right? Amazon Studios bought the rights to Tolkien's novels for $250 million. That's crazy. Let's see. That price tag would easily make The Lord of the Rings the most expensive show of all time. Usurping Netflix's The Crown, which has a budget of $130 million per season. With a price tag of $1 billion? Good lord! It better do well. I mean, a billion dollars for a TV series? That's insane. 
That is absolutely insane. Let's see. Jake says, also, very good point. Hot dogs don't appeal to me as much unless it's a cookout or a sausage dog. I haven't had a sausage dog in a long time. Jim Hammond has joined. I had the pleasure of seeing him at tonight's game, which was really cool. Uh, Emmy Newman has joined, or is it Clara that's joined? Which I Clara's probably asleep right now. That, that's an inside joke for people who don't work at the Wahoos. Uh, but I knew Emmy would stay up late, so thanks, Emmy, for, uh, for tuning in. Max, this year I'll probably be cooling off in a movie theater after work. I'll probably see Hereditary for 4th of July. Haven't seen that movie. I, I need to read up more about it. Uh, Josh asks, if you had to cast Bruce Baldwin as the lead in a rebooted film, what would he play? He'd have. This is where I would cast Bruce. It would have to be some type of crime drama that involved a casino, and he would be the corrupt owner of a casino. That would be the perfect role for Bruce. Uh, that oh, I want that to actually happen. That would be absolutely amazing. Uh, or, or have him as like a a crooked blackjack dealer, but I, he would absolutely be the head of the whole casino. Like Bruce would walk in and own that place. Let's see. Tommy too has joined. Welcome, Tommy. Uh, I don't know if I don't think he's an hour ahead of me. No, he's in Minnesota, so it should be roughly the same. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. But anyway, welcome, Tommy. Thanks so much for joining. Um, if anybody has any more questions, um, I'm probably going to go about another five, possibly ten minutes. I do have a couple of more uh, bullet points that I wanted to get into uh, before I retire for the evening. Oh, he is in the same time zone. Cool. Um, I did want to talk about some upcoming shows uh, for the week or for the next couple of weeks. As I mentioned, next week uh, will be the Hamilton Roundtable. I really wanted to release it this week because it would just be so fitting with 4th of July. But with schedules and everything, you know, it's it's tough to kind of work that stuff out. So, you know, it is what it is. <sighs> Josh, I see Bruce as a better Gordon Bombay. I didn't think about that, but God, seeing that would be just such. Oh, I kind of want to see that. The more I th- at first, I was like, ah, but no, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Um, let's see for June nineteenth, which will be a two weeks from Thursday. Um, I will be. Joined once again by the very first guest on this podcast, the Unicorn Wranglers. Uh, They actually have their new single coming out next week uh, called Attractive Apparel, which will be actually making its its debut on this podcast. So after the Hamilton Roundtable, you can stick around and listen to Attractive Apparel for the first time. And then the song will be available, I think, the following day on all their social media platforms. And I think a week after that, or sometime after that, will be the music video for the song, which yours truly had the pleasure of directing and will be editing uh, very soon once I get the final cut of the song. And then June 26th, I'll actually be in Philadelphia 
for Podcast Movement, which is a huge podcasting convention that's been going on, I think, since 2014. So I'll probably be doing some type of Facebook Live that will be there, and maybe I can get you know, a fellow podcaster or two to just come on and and talk about the uh, their shows and the convention in general. So um, that's kind of what's coming up for June. I, I will say I've got, or not actually June, but July. God, why am I saying June? I'm still, well, we're very early into July, and plus it's also very late. So that's all coming up in July. For August, um, I'm not going to reveal this just yet because I don't know if it's going to exactly air then, but in a week or so, I will be adding to my list of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air alumni uh, who will be on the show. So not going to reveal, and I'll go ahead and say it's not Will Smith, so don't don't guess that. I haven't made it that high in the, the rankings yet. But I will have a former Fresh Prince cast member on this show. And then, of course, you know, for for one ninety nine, which will air in early August, I'm going to be doing the top ten episodes of the show, which is being voted on. Uh, if you're on my friends list, check out those polls and uh, definitely vote because I'm doing it, you know, as voted by you, the listeners. So that, and then, of course, the week after that will be the roast. So hopefully. Hopefully those that will be on the panel, I'll still be friends with you guys after the event is over. I'm sure I would. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I actually would consider it an honor uh, to be roasted. Let's see. Back to the questions. Uh, Tommy 2, if you had to choose a movie series, example Jurassic Park, to redo, recreate, what would it be and why? Um, well... There are some to me that are untouchable, especially like your your Star Wars to me is untouchable. The Back to the Future series is untouchable. Um, Jurassic Park was just redone. Terminator is being redone. Let's see. Possible movie series to reboot. Hmm. <laughs> wow, 121 movie remakes and reboots currently in the works. Oh, someone did something on my Facebook. Oh, just uh just a comment. Let's see. Spawn's being rebooted. Uh Aladdin's being made into a live action movie. Batman is obviously being rebooted. Here's a movie that I would be very interested in. Or no, here here it is. This one's even better. I would like to see Blade rebooted because it was actually the series that kind of put Marvel movies on the map because Blade came out before X-Men. You know, X-Men came out in 2000. Blade was, I think, 98 and I remember that opening scene just like it was yesterday with the club and the, the blood dripping down from from the, the sprinklers and Blade just coming in and killing all the vampires with ease. That that whole scene to me was, was very, very memorable. And I, I would love to see Blade maybe done as a Netflix series. I, I would... What I would do is probably have him guest star on 
like Daredevil, and that would branch off into him having his own series. If you haven't watched them, I think the Netflix series for Marvel, for the most part, are much better than the actual movies. The characters are more fleshed out. It's a little more grounded in reality. You know, it it, it appeals to me more. Let's see. Um, Josh, also, I love Derek Diamond. I love you too, Josh. Tatum Henson is joined. Welcome, Tatum. Thank you for watching. Jim says, Kung Fu and Benji. I actually never saw Benji, surprisingly enough. Uh, there was a lot of those movies back then that I that I missed out on. So let's see. I think that's it as far as talking points goes. Um, and I have been going, or Tommy, to looks like I know what to watch on Netflix now. Start with Daredevil. There, uh, let's see, it was, yeah, Daredevil, Jessica Jones... Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I haven't completely finished Iron Fist yet just because it's not that great. Excuse me. But, yeah, as you can tell, I'm very tired. And I have been going about 35 minutes now, so I think I'm probably going to sign off here. Uh, hopefully you guys have a fantastic 4th of July, and if you're listening to the audio version, which will come out on Thursday, hopefully you had a great 4th of July. Uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, just go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at D Diamond Podcast. If you want to check out past episodes of the show, if you want to subscribe, go to iTunes, Spotify, all podcasting platforms, just find the Derek Diamond Experience, and if you want to leave a review, that would be fantastic because the more five-star reviews I get, the more visible I become uh, in search engines and possibly even on the main um, iTunes page one day. Who knows? Uh, let's see. If you could give a Marvel side character their own film, how long would Natalie Portman's franchise last? Um, probably one of the Marvel one-shot films, those little short films that they put on the DVD uh, that are like five or ten minutes each. I that that's what I would do. She she would not get her own film, which I surprisingly enough I still haven't seen Thor: The Dark World. It's the only Marvel MCU movie that I have not seen yet. And I'll watch it eventually, but I will say I don't have a huge desire to, just because I've heard very mixed things about it. So anyway, on that note, I'm gonna sign off. I gotta pack up. I gotta get out of here. So enjoy the rest of your week. Hopefully you had a safe 4th of July. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you guys next week with the Hamilton Roundtable. Table.